I'm Karen Morgan, and this is the Purple Bike Podcast. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about the year 2012. A lot of cool stuff happened that year. The Summer Olympics were held in London, and Michael Phelps became the most decorated Olympian of all time after he brought his Olympic medal count up to 22. In 2012, Queen Elizabeth celebrated her Diamond Jubilee, which marked 60 years since she took the throne in 1952. And in 2012, our family opened an ice cream store. It is called Captain Sam's Homemade Ice Cream in downtown Portland, Maine. We make all of the ice cream right there in the store, including my two original recipes, which were Sea Biscuit, which is made from Biscoff cookies, and everybody is copying that today, and also Kentucky Derby, which is a little bit of a spin on a Kentucky Derby pie. It's got pecans and chocolate chips, and some bourbon is in there too. Our kids were very involved with the planning and development of our ice cream store, and they all started working there at a relatively young age. I think when kids work in a service industry, they gain an education that no school can ever teach them. It was super valuable for our kids. I can tell when people have worked a service job by how they treat other people in service jobs. Let's just say I'm a really good tipper. Okay, let's talk about the music of 2012, and I gotta say, for me, it was not a great year. The number one song was Somebody That I Used to Know by Gautye featuring Kimbra. The number two song was Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. I think that just sums up the music of 2012. I did like music from Philip Phillips. Hold on to me as we go. As we roll down this unfamiliar road. And although this way Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Mumford and Sons. And from Imagine Dragons. Gangnam Style. 
One of the biggest stories in music from 2012 was the song Gangnam Style by Psy. He is a rapper from South Korea, and the video for this song became the most viewed YouTube video and was the first video to gain a billion views on YouTube. And how could it not? quite a few good shows that debuted on television in 2012. One of the reality shows that we liked was Breaking Amish, which followed four Amish and one Mennonite young, they're young people. They moved to New York in order to kind of get a different lifestyle from where they grew up. They have to decide if they want to go back to their communities or be shunned by their communities by staying out in the real world. The Mindy Project debuted in 2012. It was created and starred Mindy Kaling, who is a very talented writer and actress. The Mindy Project started out on Fox and finished its run of six seasons on Hulu in 2017. In 2012, the show Veep debuted. Veep is a political satire comedy starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who is wonderful. She plays Selena Meyer, who is the vice president of the United States. Veep received seven consecutive nominations for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy, and it won for the fourth, fifth, and sixth seasons. And in 2012, we got the show called Girls. Girls was a comedy-slash-drama series created by Lena Dunham, and Judd Apatow was the executive producer. Girls followed four young women who were living in New York, but not the same as Carrie Bradshaw and her friends. I really liked this show. The best part to me was the introduction of Adam. Driver, and there were six seasons altogether of Girls. All right, let's talk about the movies of 2012. Number one at the box office was The Avengers, which was adapted from the comic book series, and it starred Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Samuel L. Jackson, Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, Jeremy Renner, and Tom Hiddleston. There were a lot of cool characters going on in this film. The Avengers became the third highest grossing film of all time. It made over $1 billion in ticket sales alone. It was also nominated for an Oscar for Best Achievement in Visual Effects. The Oscars of 2012 were kind of all over the place. Best Film went to Argo, which also won Best Adapted Screenplay. Life of Pi won Best Director for Ang Lee and also Best Original Score. Django Unchained won Best Original Screenplay for Quentin Tarantino and Best Supporting Actor for Christopher Waltz. Best Actor went to Daniel Day-Lewis for his role in Lincoln, which was directed by Steven Spielberg. Best Actress went to Jennifer Lawrence for her role in Silver Linings Playbook, which also starred Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro. Best Supporting Actor went to Anne Hathaway for her role in Les Mis. And Skyfall won the Oscar for Best Original Song, which was sung by Adele. And it was the third film to star Daniel Craig as James Bond. The Oscar for Best Animated Film went to Brave from Walt Disney. There were a lot of sequels, prequels, and series movies in 2012. We had The Dark Knight Rises, which was the third and final installment of Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight trilogy 
about Batman. We had The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, which was the first installment of three films based on J.R.R. Tolkien's novel The Hobbit. The three Hobbit films were a prequel to Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings film trilogy. Are you confused yet? If you are confused by any of this, just shoot me an email at karen at karenmorgan.com. I will try to explain it or either I will just be confused along with you. We had the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2, which was the fifth and final movie in the Twilight Saga film series. We had The Bourne Legacy, which was part of the Jason Bourne series. This one was starring Jeremy Renner. And we had The Amazing Spider-Man, which was the fourth Spider-Man film, which was, hang in here, a reboot of the Spider-Man trilogy from 2002 to 2007. And it was the first of the two Amazing Spider-Man films. And we had Men in Black 3, which was the third, thankfully that's easy to figure out, with Will Smith and Tom Lee Jones and Jemaine Clement from The Flight of the Concords. There were two remakes that were done in 2012 that I don't think should have been remade. The first one was Total Recall. The original one had Arnold Schwarzenegger. The new one has Colin Farrell and Brian Cranston. I don't think that one needed to be remade. And then there was Red Dawn. This one has Chris Helmsworth, Josh Peck, Josh Hutcherson, a bunch of Joshes. The biggest difference in this plotline is that instead of the Russians coming, it's the North Koreans. The first Red Dawn was sort of campy and awful, and this one was just awful. Okay, now to some non-awful kids movies. Most, if not all of these, are computer animated. In 2012, we had Dr. Seuss's The Lorax. That had the voices of Danny DeVito, Zac Efron, Taylor Swift, Ed Helms, and Rob Riggle. We had Hotel Transylvania with the voice of Adam Sandler and a whole bunch of other funny people. We had Frankenweenie, which was directed by Tim Burton and also had the voices of Catherine O'Hara, Martin Short, and the kid who played Brick, on the middle. His name is Atticus Schaefer. We had Wreck-It Ralph based on the video game. This had the voices of John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, Jack McBrayer, and Jane Lynn. And of course, we had some kids' movies that were sequels or series. We had Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted, which was the third installment of the Madagascar trilogy. There was supposed to be a fourth one, but something happened over at DreamWorks, so this third one ended up being the last one. There was Ice Age Continental Drift, which was the fourth film in the Ice Age series. And there was Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dog Days, which was the third installment in the Diary of the Wimpy Kid film series. This movie was a combination of storylines from the third and fourth books written by Jeff Kenney. This movie was the only kids movie in the whole list that had real people in it. Okay, now for some grown-up films that all had real people. The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel was really good. It had Judi Dench, Bill Nye, Dev Patel, Tom Wilkinson, Maggie Smith, Penelope Wilton. It was a really sweet movie. Dark Shadows had Johnny Depp and Michelle Pfeiffer. I remember the Dark Shadows TV show growing up. It was in black and white. It was terrifying. The main vampire in that movie was named Barnabas Collins, and Johnny Depp plays him in the movie. Barnabas Collins on the black and white soap opera TV show was terrifying. We had 
Magic Mike, which was directed by Steven Soderbergh and starred Channing Tatum and Matthew McConaughey and a, and a few other men who looked really good when they were dancing. The movie Looper had Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bruce Willis, Emily Blunt. It was a very interesting story about time travel and looping. Very hard to explain, but I really enjoyed that movie. Chasing Mavericks was a surfing movie based on the real biography of Jay Moriarty, who sadly passed away. Zero Dark Thirty was directed by Catherine Bigelow. It had Jessica Chastain, Chris Pratt, Kyle Chandler. A very good but pretty intense film to watch. I recently watched Seven Psychopaths that came out in 2012, but I just watched it. It has Colin Farrell in the lead role, and Christopher Walken is pretty awesome. We had the movie Moonrise Kingdom, which was a Wes Anderson film starring Bruce Willis, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, and Francis McDormand. And on to some lighter comedies. We had Ted, which was co-written and directed by Seth MacFarlane from The Family Guy. It starred Mark Wahlberg and a teddy bear named Ted that was voiced by Seth MacFarlane. There was a lot of potty humor, but it was pretty funny. The first Pitch Perfect movie came out in 2012. That was with Anna Kendrick and Rebel Wilson. The movie Parental Guidance came out in 2012. That was co-written by our friends Lowell Gans and Babalu Mandel. It had Billy Crystal, Bette Midler, and Marissa Tomei. And I really liked the movie This Is 40 from Judd Apatow. This had Paul Rudd, Leslie Mann, who was Judd Apatow's wife. And it was a very funny movie about how things happen when you turn 40. My favorite movie of 2012 was The Hunger Games. It was the first installment of the Hunger Game film series based on Suzanne Collins' novel series. In addition to winning an Oscar that year for Silver Linings Playbook, Jennifer Lawrence also starred in The Hunger Games. She dyed her blonde hair dark to play Katniss Everdeen. All of the filming for The Hunger Games took place in North Carolina, and they hired Olympic medal-winning archer Katuna Lorig to teach Jennifer Lawrence how to shoot a bow and arrow. Katuna Lorig won the bronze medal for the Soviet Union at the Barcelona Olympics in 1992 when she was just 18 years old. She also competed in Atlanta in 1996 and in Sydney in 2000. She later became a U.S. citizen and competed for the United States at the 2008 Olympics. And at the age of 38, she competed again for the USA at the 2012 London Olympics. So we have now circled back to 2012, which was a pretty good year. Whether you are scooping ice cream for tourists, watching the Hunger Games, or going Gangnam Style. Join me next time when we talk about the year 2013. When everybody was doing the Harlem Shake, Miley Silas twerked at the MTV Music Awards, and a lot of little girls were singing Let It Go from the movie Frozen. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Y'all have a great day. Hey, this is Karen. I hope you're enjoying the Purple Bike podcast. For more information about the Purple Bike, go to thepurplebike.com. And also make sure to check out my website, which is karenmorgan.com, where you can subscribe to my monthly newsletter that has announcements about upcoming comedy shows, some really cool giveaways, and other fun stuff. So go to karenmorgan.com and sign up today.